0: situation, yeah. um, because, because people are very busy, you don't really communicate that much, you don't speak that often. So mm-hmm. it, 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 the message is not so I convey, properly. I want to convey a message to you, and I want you to try to convey that to your friends, which is that uh, that in, in, in our business, there's no competition uh, between myself and Robert Fisher, and I don't really think between anyone, there's really no competition. Uh, This is the way I like to say it too. The reason why I have Yeshua different than Rabbi Fisher is not because I think that that my way to do it is right and his way is not. It's because I think the different boys that, that I'm catering to need what I'm giving and boys that he's catering to need what he's giving. And there's absolutely no difference of opinion. I have no difference of opinion with Rabbi Fisher. I have no competition and no issues. I love the man so much and I'm so happy to be able to be together with him. And there's sometimes people think like okay, oh, so I'm in, like this is Shiva so we're like the opposing team and we're we're stronger and we're better. Maybe on the football field you could do that type of trash talk, but in but you know, in, in real life it's none of that at all. I and mean, it's just love and appreciation and admiration that I have for Everett Fisher. And I'm happy to be here. you're welcome to you know, raise your voice we'd love to
1: discuss we have question um, we just like obviously this is a great representation of like people coming together we had some amazing chakras and like something that just stuck out to me, I was me which just sounds a little bit awkward in like the highest of the holiest like it just the vibe is a little bit interesting. what, what what's the showcase of our like sounds kind of depressing. I was hoping you'd start so I could think of that. <laughs> 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 um, so what's your so the question is what that it's it's uh, what's the showcase like, of connected. What's the showcase of our chatten in this context of like symphonic? after hollow like high obviously high levels we're getting to musa past chakras past hollow to musa it's like like it's pretty high and holy like why are we like right like, here on shen like because of our favorites we're out of there it's Israel, like. right. uh, i don't have, i don't know exact, i don't know as far as the the uh how they set up the sitter and the musa exactly i could say lp just uh, a thought that i had i don't know if it's true meaning within the context of Musaf and, you know, looking up exactly why Dafka, you know, at that stage, I could just say that um, is that however high you think you are now, and however beautiful and connected you feel now, we're, I mean, no offense to Baltimore, but I'm saying we're in Baltimore. Not in, uh, not in, not even to say, oh, as opposed to Eretz Israel. I'm saying we're not, even if we were in Eretz Israel, we would say, even if you were by the, by the Kaisal, you would say the same thing, that whatever shlemis of feeling you think you're this was great davening and you know you feel like someone came over to me right afterwards and says oh now i'm so you know yomtiv continues and, and that's the goal is to continue it through and that's why you wear a big day big day yomtiv on it's it's a yomtiv but or whatever however much you feel it's good to get the perspective it's like you know under the chuppah and the chasin says, you know the mishka line is that However beautiful and amazing is and Gishmak and everything's great, there's, there's, uh, we're, we're still in gullus and, and it's important to remember that. It's like a bitter, it's like a, a broken heart a little bit, like, you know, a mariris, like, uh, we want more, we want to connect more. Again, that's maybe, I'll be I'm not saying that that's... I think that's Pashup Shah. That okay, good I'll, good I'll take that. <laughs> 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 the, uh, I, I heard one
0: something which bothered me. Someone was, was saying over a svilo. He said, it's really, he said, like, things are so good, Hashem, just don't make it any, don't change anything. It bothered me a lot. Like, what do mean don't change anything? It, 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 we, we're, we're broken, we're not. You know, the Rabbi Schwab used to say, and this is, this is also a little harsh, he used to say, people go to the kaisal, and they take pictures, and they wish each other happy churban. Like, here we are at the kaisal, we're so excited. It's, it, this is a churban. Man. I don't know if you know this, the halachas, you're not supposed to dance at the kaisal. It's a halacha, it's brought down. We, we had a whole Shiloh Shabbos, on Shabbos, during Kabbalah Shabbos, you could dance, and, but, but there's a safer that R- R- Ravanovich put out, and there he writes that it's a horn, so you're not allowed to dance. I didn't know that you know, for a while. When we dance, we dance outside of the square. That in- when is that? We're broken. Yeah. You know, there's, a, there's a very famous commercial from when we were younger. The, people would sit around a campfire and it says it doesn't get any better than this. And it gets better than this. As good as this is, it's beautiful. We have beautiful dauvnings, whatever. It's amazing, but it gets better. And so that's what we have to remind ourselves, that we do have aspirations for more and hopes for more,
2: as Rabbi e. Fisher said. Yeah? Yes.
3: Um, at, you heard that, Shkrat, thank you uh, both the for coming in. I appreciate it a lot. Um, it's like, I feel like we reached a point in Benesman, which for me, usually, every Benesman, we reach for a point where it's like, OK, you're not gonna hit the goal of finishing the the whole masecht or the shots shots that we planned on finishing over Minusman. is like you know the, the 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 dreams like kind of come down, come down to reality a little bit. Um, so maybe if maybe there she was adding, any like, Any anything to speak about for like maybe the hitting a point in Minusman or like the aspirations of what you're trying to hit, maybe come by say or or with like w- with whatever whatever people maybe were are in, but like reaching a certain point of being in this man, where it's like you know you come in from this man, maybe it's a couple of weeks, that <laughs> people, and like you're back or whatever, and then you reach a certain point, and you it but maybe you didn't hit as much learning as you we were trying to do, or some people. Um,
0: I could just I'll tell you the way I think this question. It's a loaded question, and every person is a little different. But the way that I deal with these things is I'm a, uh, in general, uh, maximalist. I would call it when it comes to this man, like think big and. You know, and shoot for the stars. And, and when it comes to the Benizman, I'm, I'm more of a minimalist. What I mean by that is that, my, m- for me, a successful Benizman, and again, this is me, but some people might think differently, is that my Benesman was I better-than-last Benizman. Now, Bach and Boffin tell me that's really easy. <laughs> <laughs> Benizman was a total trainer. okay, so then you're going in the right direction. You can't expect yourself to grow yeah, Benizman the way you're growing during the Zman. Now, that, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't you know, hope for more, but if a person says, I had a better Benazman than I had last Benazman, so then I'd say, okay, so then you're moving forward. And maybe you're moving forward slower than you're moving during the Zman, but at least you're moving forward. The way that I, I heard uh, about Musa with Mazbir, like, it's like a necklace. This a necklace, usually they have big stones in the front, mm-hmm. and in the back they have like teeny little, like, you know, let's, let's say it's a pearl necklace, they have the smaller pearls in the back, right? The really, like, really rich people, their necklaces are like the same all the way around, right? So that's like one of the daily hadar that that his entire circle of his uh, of his year is the same. For some of us, so the the pearls in the back are maybe a little bit smaller, but they're still there, which means that as long as you still feel like you're on a path towards aliyah, if you're going a little slower, so then you have what to appreciate. You have what to, you know, not to get down. Sometimes people come back after this mountain, they feel so down, like what happened the entire Zman, I did so much, and now I feel like, what happened to it, and where is it? No, it, it, it's Manus Manus. A person doesn't choose to be out of structure. This is not, people, I, I sometimes hear, I, hope, I don't know if a Fisher does this, there's many people say, like, Vene you're going to find out who the real you is. You're going to see who the real you is, you're going to see, like, you know, if, it, if it's real, or... I don't think that way at all. I think the real you is when you choose your structure, you choose where you want to be. We don't choose that. We don't choose what's going on in our parents' home. We don't choose what we get exposed to. So a person shouldn't feel like uh, this defines me. It, it's, it, he should try to overcome all these challenges, but at the same time, if he feels like he is in the move, moving forward, that's something that I think that he could also you know, feel good about.
1: Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I, uh, I happen to very much uh, what uh, the center saying I agree with the people saying the true you comes out uh, um, I think part of it also is that understanding like what's my avoda, what is my avodah while I'm in yeshiva and what's my avodah when, when I'm benazman you know it's like Friday afternoon when a guy like, like you said I, I have this also when I'm flying I go on a plane I like pack like 55 svarim and I have a flight and I'm going to be able to chazer and, and get back to this. And at the end, I, you know, rarely do I even get, get a chance to open up one of them without, you know, I don't know. I don't even know if I get, get it out before I fall asleep or whatever it is. It never ends up happening. I think, I think in general life, you know, I once had this aura, like who made up the word. And again, if someone could show me in Chazal the word Ben I saw it once maybe in the Hagdaba to, to, to Rapshach Sefer, where he wrote up, he wrote one of his farm during, I don't think he called it Ben Azmanim. I think part of the problem is when we look at things in, in terms of the Zman and Ben Azmanim, but when you're in yeshiva, so that's a whole different world, you're in yeshiva, then it's the time to really, you know, be mashkia, invest in your Torah and your tefillah, and and a, and a big, big person, doesn't matter if it's, whether you're in yeshiva or you're not in yeshiva. But I think Chacham uh, Ein of the is that you have to also be smart. You have to say, okay, what is my, you know, what, what are my, what's my, what's the most important thing when I'm home paying as What is the most important thing? Comparison, as uh, the Rashi was saying before, comparison is the thief of joy. Anytime you compare any any situation, you're taking away the enjoyment of something. You know and it's important to say, How was I last? Was I, mean, I think that's a great answer, what uh, the Rishi was saying. But I, I also think that it's important to be able to take a step back and to say, Okay, what is my Avoida now? What is my Avoida? What am I supposed to do? You'll see when you get married, right? It's very, very much like that. So what's my Avoida? My Avoida maybe is to, you know, to spend time differently. Maybe my Avoida, your bigger Avoida, could be just being at home and helping out your mother, and doing, you know, shopping at Seven Mile Market, which to you might be the most degrading, you know, thing that's so disconnected from Hashem, when, when really, it could be it's more kaddish, if I could say this, it could be it's more kaddish than if you'd be running away, so to speak, to try and make your and like your mom to fill up your goals because of what you lacked, you know, after Purim, where you were lacking there. A lot of times we make up, you know, uh, what we... But we, you know, we're trying to like yeah. compensate or I don't know if that's right, something like that. To try and like fill up my monom because I had a bad Zman. No, oh, have a good Zman, you know, and have a good Benazmanim. And I think that's important also, to really say what is my advice. And it, and it works like that, not just Benazmanim stick today This is the first day of Cholamayim for, for everybody. What's your first day? That's gonna be different than the second day of Cholomayim. How's that different than Shri Shal Pesach? So that's in general life. Uh,
2: to think like that. I Have a question? If, 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 if everybody's done sharing the answers, um, it's more of a personal. It's a personal question because it I mean, it uh, shows like a certain flaw in the question. But I'm gonna I'm gonna share it because I'm very curious about the, what everybody would say. Um, so I know uh, personally, myself, that that like uh, obviously there's times we're connected and we feel connected to our other Sparta. people times when we don't feel as connected. But in my and I, and I know myself that if if, uh, if I never felt the connection to Hagar's work, I wouldn't be able to, to to serve. I wouldn't be able to, to, to learn. I wouldn't be able to dive in. I wouldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I wouldn't laugh. Rabbi Keilish was saying a lot about That, that certain, we need that. Like there's certain times when we you crave Hashem, like give me a give me a kiss. I'll, I'll run after you. And uh, I, so so in my judgmental mind, when I sometimes see people. And I'll be in shul and I'll see someone their tevil is like this or t- they don't seem so connected and, I'm, and I ask myself as a, a curiosity how can someone serve Hashem? In this, Like me judging them a certain way. I know everyone has an neshama and we're all connected to that. But I'm at I'm a out of curiosity can someone and how can someone serve Hashem uh, and, and live a, a life of Torah if we're not connected for whatever reason. Uh, because but I know, I know there are, there's no way that there's not connection because ultimately a piece of Hashem. So there's certain even small things that we won't realize are big connections. But I, the, the idea—I I don't know if Rebbe can can make clarify that—is what I'm what I'm struggling with. Yeah. What's your, I'm, not, I'm not sure I understand, I'm, I'm, to
1: understand. What's what's the nuclear meaning? How does a person? Yeah.
2: Is everyone connected to Hashem? <laughs> if no one does, everyone feel a connection to Hashem, and if they don't, how do they serve? How do they? How do they? How do they?
1: I think the word connection is a tough word it's a word that's a very you know you could throw it around um I would I would just start very simple um by the word the word which is really why we do everything um, is we're commanded in Zohar it says that is which means connection, the word you're using uh, a kesher, what does that mean? when you have a relationship with someone and you do something for someone and someone does right, people could say all day I love you, I love you, I love you I love you, I love, you, I love Hashem people would sing, I love Hashem I love Hashem you could, you could sing songs, you could say, you know, talk the talk but every connection to somebody or something is in when you do something. When you do something for someone, you can, tell your, you can tell your wife a million times, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. If you're not taking out the garbage, now again, it depends on you know, your role in the family. If you're not helping, you're not, you, know, a good, you don't have a good relationship with her, you're not someone who is able to do things for her, or your children for that matter. But you can say I love you to anyone. But if you don't do things for that person, and that person doesn't do things for you, then you don't have love, you don't have a relationship. So a relationship and connection is not so much about feeling. Sometimes we don't feel for other reasons. Sometimes we don't feel because we're blocked for other reasons. But a relationship with Hashem is in the do's and the don'ts. People look at the mitzvahs and they say, Oh, you know, I'm um, doing and I'm not doing, but what's my relationship? What does that mean? You're waking up in the morning. You're being you're yire nine. You're going ahead and you're trying to, to, to live differently. You're trying to do things for Hashem. That intrinsically creates a relationship with Hashem. And we don't know. You can't judge anyone. You have no idea. Nobody here knows who went to bed what time. Who, no one knows here, did you go to bed at 2 o'clock in the morning? Did you sleep 8 hours last night? Did you sleep 4 hours? No one knows who had, who struggled. That's why lefum tzara agra. According to, to the level that you, you know, the mushal, and then I'll let uh, the Rashiva say, say on this. The mushal I always give with this, I'm sure I think you've heard this in yeshiva. I say, I say, a guy, which might be a good idea, a guy for his wife, Arab Shabbos, calls up. It's a good business if anyone wants to take notes for this. Right, you call up a, a flower company, you put your credit card on file. And every Friday afternoon, they'll write a different note for you that'll say, honey, thank you for a great week. Uh, you're wonderful. And, and, and every day, right, with the AI, right, artificial intelligence, they'll make a whole beautiful love note. And she'll get it every Friday afternoon. That's a great idea, and, it, and it's not a bad thing to do. However, take that guy, and then you take another guy who walks around outside and picks a flower here, and picks a flower there, and gives two, three flowers to his wife and scribbles after he's running around and he didn't have time to get flowers. Now, your wife might not appreciate it as much. It might be better to be able to learn to do both. But but the point is, by you going ahead and, and exerting yourself in that relationship, that's what builds the relationship. So you can, that, that's another reason why you can never judge anyone, because you have no idea what that person exerted to do for the other person. So a connection to Hashem is not how we feel. You want to feel, take a shot of whiskey. I always say that to you guys, oh, he's connected to Shabbos. Yeah, because he had a bottle of wine. That's not, mm-hmm. he's connected to Shabbos. That means he's connected to wine. Mm-hmm. For real, he's not connected. And how day, I don't know, how we they, not wasn't uh, uh, was a thing. It wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing to drink a little bit until I got to Sharyasha. That's when I started drinking a little bit. Until then, for real. Until then, I didn't. I didn't. I almost didn't have any. So again, avodah is good to feel. The problem is that's a different discussion about why we don't feel so much. But the point is, is that we underestimate when we do things. We underestimate when we don't feel. When we do things and we do little things for Hashem. But that is the greatest connection.
2: Before, before. Revi shares an answer. I just wanted to, to I, I wanted to just respond to my thoughts on what Rebbe said. And, and I, so thank you for clarifying that Seavoy that Sivoy, that that is Spam itself, a connection and creates, a connection to right. Now, now that it's, so, so we need both. We need Sivoy. We can't, we can't live just off Sivoy. And yes, that does create a connection. Right, right. Some people have, don't, just uh, naturally, are they're they're not able to access emotions.
1: Right, so that's a different problem. That's, that's a different. That, that they're not, you're not going to be able to access emotions with other people either. As long as you do with Hashem, not, that's not a Hashem issue. Sorry, so okay. Like I say, I you like. This, I always tell guys who struggle, and then I, I really want to hear from from the Rashiva, I say this to guys who struggle with with. Uh, oh, you heard this the other night when I said that the the guys who struggle. They say, Oh, Rebbe, I struggle with Shabbos. Why? Because they have trouble with. Uh, The phones and and the vaping, and Rahmanis, I'm not not judging. You don't struggle with Shabbos. You couldn't do that on Tuesday. Get off your phone and your. It's not a din in Shabbos. So I'm I'm saying, I think I'm saying it's the same thing. It's not a din in your connection to Hashem, not you. When a person has trouble connecting to Hashem, usually he has trouble connecting to people also. And he might have trouble connecting to his mother. And he might have trouble connecting to his Rebbe. He might have trouble connecting to a lot of people. It's not a din in Hashem. I understand, man. Huh? A victory, Amos? Yes. Mm. So I want to just add something. Take the big of the kid, the yeshiva. He's Mamesh, and his father's here with him. Mamesh, you should have a victory. Thank you, Mamesh. He deserves it. Mamesh works on himself. Everybody said, works on himself. you ain't in the limelight, as you can see. So I,
0: I, I agree everything that Rabbi Fisher said. I want to add one clue. I'm not, not, I'm not saying differently. I'm just adding one thing uh, with a little introduction. We had a beautiful daven, right? I During COVID, I found myself uh, with, uh, involved in multiple different yeshivas at different times. And there was a yeshiva, and they had something to come, and there was a little tumult because they made a, a davening with singing and dancing, right? And, I, and there was a real brisker yeshiva, like real, you know, and, the, and they were and upset. They were upset. They're like, uh, this is not going to be davening. And I was, I was supposed to, and they asked my opinion, and we had this whole conversation about what's davening, how do you daven. So what, what I want to tell you, and this is doing what we started with a little bit, is that the way that I daven, I love this davening. And the way that you daven, I think you love this davening too, doesn't have to be the way someone else davens. It doesn't have to be. He doesn't need to sing and dance and do that for that to be his connection. And if he doesn't connect. And this Rav, who was who was Rashiva, Rashid was saying how davening is a cerebral thing and it's more intellect and it's not, it's not emotion. Which okay, I, I'm going to disagree with. I, I disagree with a lot of the things he said, but my point is that I don't disagree with that he has his way that he connects to davening. You know, some of my rabbis and davening also very dry and very, but and and that was their way of davening. That was their type of connection. It's a different type of connection. What you call connection, and maybe what I call connection. Uh, can be one form, and that doesn't mean that other people can't do it differently. You see, someone is and it doesn't. You don't. You know. You're not feeling like how is he connect? How is he connecting with Hashem? What Rabbi Fisher said is any person that doing shulchan aruch and mitzvahs and Averis and stuff is connecting and not doing Averis, I mean, he's connecting to Abel And he connects his way, and just let him do his thing, and don't, you know. And and that works for him now. Brother Fisher mentioned, which is for sure true, there are some people that there's a blockage in their heart. They don't connect with their mother. They don't connect with their spouse or their kids. That's a problem. But there's people that, they have, they have very healthy you know, relationships, and, and they're very functional. They don't have the same need to express their emotions the way that we do. And maybe, you know, maybe it's Litvish and Hasidish, whatever it might be. But they're connecting in their way. As Roy Fisher said, you do mitzvahs, you're connected that's their connection and let it be let them you know great you do your thing I'm going to do my thing this works for me as long as they don't you know negate us we don't have to negate them and they have their path Hashem, and, and Hashem, it's working very good beautiful
2: mm-hmm. thank you thank you I like, I like I like the I like the way that Rebbe and Rebbe both uh, okay. uh, you know clarified the the, loshe, the, the connection now with, Right. So I am an emotional guy. I, I like I'm, a, I, I'm pretty Khassidan. So I, I live I love I love I just want to clarify it's not being it's emotional not, is not Hasidim. It's an added thing, right? It's, it's an added thing. I don't
1: mean to it's just support for people to right? Yeah. That's yeah. A, just um. People think if you're Gishma yeah. and you're happy and you're warm and you dance then you're chasidh. And it's if true. you're dry and cold mm-hmm. then you're litvish. It's <laughs> fake news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes. I, yeah, it's you could be the driest Chasid and the most Warm litva nowadays there's no litvah
2: anyway. so just trying, Oh, thank uh, you, Hashem Trying to make a brothel before we eat That's what I'm trying But, uh, yeah, no, so look no, so I think the emotion, the reason that was difficult for me Is because I, I've for uh, Hashem I I, I feel a lot And that's a way that I personally Connect, connect with, To the broad word, HaKadosh Baruch And, uh and uh, and and thank you for her. It's good. To, I love. I love uh, other perspectives when we're close-minded uh, in certain areas. I appreciate <laughs> that.
3: Um, I'm trying to get a, a better picture. But it's I'm just relative change. It's <laughs> I'm sure you both know, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of push, and and I think in a good way for this generation, in the Inyanum of and in English, whatever, emotional intelligence, or a lot of, a lot of in of Musr, of working on yourself, understanding others, understanding yourself, you know, a lot of fever between you and Hashbaruch and I think that sometimes, uh, I, don't, I don't know if other people have these thoughts, I've spoken to some people about it, but sometimes you'll see that, that gap in generational, you know, uh, uh, a way of approaching things, let's say, between your parents, but especially grandparents or yourself. And, and sometimes when you learn Svarim you'll talk to Rebeim, or you'll be in a certain yeshiva that, that you know talks about these, these midas and these indianimates if they're, you know, altruistic type, meaning these things are type, meaning to be patient or to be understanding of yourself and of others, or whatever it may be, to dig deep and to introspect, or whatever it may be, and they seem like pure type. So, sometimes when, when you see, let's say, an older generation's different approach, you know, uh, let's say, for example, like an unthinking nature, a by road, which is very impressive to be able to do something regardless of how you're feeling, or, you know, and a certain like, lack of connection in order to move either, or a certain way of doing anything what's the approach, or if there is any approach in regards to, you almost want to like teach them sometimes of like, let's say, oh, I respond better to this, right? Because this is our generation is different. Or let's say they're dealing with another sibling different. You're like, I know that this sibling would respond better. Or you just want to teach them for them. You know, like, oh, I, want, I love you. I want you to grow. You know, which obviously can be a very judgmental thing to say, you know. But, but I'm, ju- I'm just trying to open it out there. Obviously, these seem, these seem like things that are pure type for anyone, in any generation. So therefore, how do you bridge that gap of, obviously, they had a different approach, but we're living in a different generation. Are they pure type? Well, I'm trying to get a better That was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was very loaded. And, uh, <clears throat> great. Uh, and I can't deal with all of it, and I'm positive
0: that there's going to be different I don't mean between two of us, but I think in general, there's sure, different opinions. And what I'm saying now, this could be some people don't, don't agree with. Uh, I I recognize that. I I think that there's a tremendous amount to respect in the older generation of what they are capable of doing and what they accomplished. Tremendous amount. And I think that that we have a there's a I don't know. say a tendency, or it, it might be like a, um, we're susceptible to like feeling good about ourselves. Because look at us. The, the the older generation has done a tremendous amount. Not only just with what they're dealing with. What I want to share with you is I think that we need a little of that. Because as much as it's important for us to be intelligent and aware and all that, there is also. Definitely a merit to even after all of your awareness and everything to just do it Now if a person can have a synthesis of both of these, which is I'm in touch with myself I know you know what I feel what I need. I know my inspiration. I know all that stuff But when I don't have it I can still push myself through and get the job done without it triggering me and making me feel like you know, like, you know something's wrong that is, that's completion. That's perfection.
2: So as much as this younger generation has a lot uh, that they've, a lot of work
0: that we've done, that doesn't mean what they're doing is, is not right. Maybe we have also something, and like I said, the, the synthesis of the two would be perfection, where I'm constantly working on myself and I'm constantly trying to get in touch, but when I don't reach that... So then I, I, I just do what I got to do, and I just you know, I push through, and if I'm not feeling it, I'm not in the mood or whatever, which that older generation is so good at. So we have a lot to get from that. And, and that, I think, is step one. First is respect. I think we need to see that and respect that. It, it would be nice if they can respect what we're doing also, which is sometimes a challenge. Sometimes the other generation doesn't... Sometimes, and I don't think we can, you know... Make a blanket statement, to everyone. Sometimes they have a hard time, like understanding the process we're trying, what we're trying to accomplish. Some people, at, at some point. But uh, I, I just want to take stage one of this and leave to Rabbi Fisher. At least in my opinion, you, you, you're welcome to disagree with that. I think that we need to first look at that and say, you know, there's something really important and there's something precious and something that I respect about the way that they serve Hakadosh Baruch And that doesn't—that's not saying not me. That's saying, but look at that. Let me get from that.
1: And then to figure out more on the conversation. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, I'm, I'm not just saying it to sound good that I that I agree, but I happen to I think the way you said it is very true. I think that I think that first of all we have to realize how how blessed we are that we're a generation where we're more of a healing quote unquote generation where we're actually able to talk about these things of like how do I feel, uh, am I connecting what's my relationship with this person, how am I you know, interacting, all those things, when the generation before, at least I know for myself, my father, Oliver Shalom, was a Holocaust survivor. So I'm saying, they talk about, feel this, they were trying to survive and to be alive. And like Yeshiva was saying, you know, uh, there's there's so much to learn from the commitment and the dedication that they sort of, in a certain way, gave that we can, you know, do what we can do because we're sort of, you know, in there. You know, you look at all the, you look at America, you look at even Eretz Yisrael, you look at what what's built up. You look at Baltimore. I remember personally, before there was a Tov Pizza, before there was a pizza shop. I remember the first night from near Yisrael going to Kosher Bite, right? I remember Momish my first Bite Burger. So I'm saying you have to say thank you, right? I'm I don't know talk about <laughs> but, uh, but, but what's the shot? Tra- the is that we also like, 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 like Rabbi Sancho, like the Rasheba was saying, like, you know, it's it's very easy to just cut them off or cut off someone else and say, you know, like, oh, well now here I enter which is a little bit of our generation. More your generation. Our generation we're like stuck in the middle a little bit. We have our own avoda to do those who are from our, because we have them more, and we have you guys. Meaning we're like a foot in here, and a foot in there. we got the what best foot? of worlds, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. We added exposure to the old school, and we also have the exposure to, you know, feeling and yoga and mind. Right? <laughs> yeah. Back then, what, 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 what was yoga? Like a, like a, a Danish? What's, I know, no one knows yoga. what's yoga. But it's difficult. It's difficult, like the Rasheed was saying. I, and I agree a million percent and, and that, the, that the goal is to, first of all, it's always like I said before, whenever you compare, you lose. Whenever you compare it to anything, you lose. Um, I, I think it's so important to, to really and there's such a value in being able to to push, you know, I call it white knuckle, that's what I call it. Some people call it to uh, to uh, man, man through it. Uh, um, you know, white knuckle meaning basically you just do it anyway, right? But at the same time, you're not in touch with yourself. The goal, obviously, is to do both. The goal is to have both. And I, and I do want to say something. You think of old school that they didn't. They might not have expressed it the same way. But if you hear tapes, tapes, uh, I don't know tapes. If you hear recordings of, of uh, the Kleisenberger Rebbe or the Satmer Rebbe davening, right? Now, these are old school Shabbat, old school. These are concentration camp People who were old school would be able to march through anything. They—they're—I'll they, call it in your terms, maybe, or our terms, like beast mode anywhere, <laughs> anytime, anytime. But at the same time, at the same time, they were in touch with their emotions in a in a deeper, deeper level. They might not have spoken about it, like meditate. I always say the Ramchal says straight out, the min men hakol is hispoedus. His spain People think that Breslov, and we love Breslov, we love everybody. People think that Breslov discovered something called having this Das atzmacha. get in touch with yourself. That's not a it's not a Bresla concept. Okay, they might extra focus on that. It's like Mashiach. Everyone thinks not to start getting at that, but it's true. People think, oh, only Lubavitch Mashiach. Is that true? It's, not, it's a Jewish, the Rambam says it. Amin Haman, the Rambam. So I'm saying what, what happens is we think we think that these things are are generational concepts, and they're not generational. People, I want to tell you something. You could find people in this generation who are lacking a lot, and you could p- find people in the previous generation who are lacking a lot. But like what the Rashiva or Rabbi Sarna says, the shlameness of a person is to be able to. I mean, ultimately, it's to really know yourself. That's the truth. And I'll and I'll say it also <coughs> if you saw Solanto says that. He says that a person. I said it the other night. He, uh, when I spoke somewhere, I said it. I, I think it's Rabbi Yisrael or the altar from Kelm. It's in that book, in one of the books from Ramosha Bamberger who wrote the quotes, and he says that people can live 70, now this is something, something from either the altar from Kelman or Rabbi Yisrael someone way back, old school, said, <clears throat> a person can live 70, 80 years and not know himself. And never get to know himself. Who told me this? Oh, I heard this from your, from, I just heard this recently. From from uh, oh gosh what was this Ruv I forgot I think Ruv David Cohen told me about his about Sidney Greenwald about his great grandfather grandfather your great grandfather right his grandfather Sidney Sidney Greenwald his grandfather was a big 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 tzaddik and he had a conversation okay I'm gonna mess up the whole thing because I don't I don't remember the exact the exact um, I think it was with Ruv Schneer Cutler he had a conversation with Ruv Schneer Cutler. Shader Cutler was going through something. he says who do you talk to about certain things well, whatever it was it was about expressing yourself. He says ah oh, I go to a therapist Are you talking about therapy and he says you go go to someone like Sidney Greenwell go speak it out with somebody Meaning, mean even Ripshne or Cutler Rebaro Cutler's son was talking about getting in touch with himself Whatever that means so we don't hear those stories We don't hear those stories Salata to say person can live his whole life and not know himself You know so so you are right but it's, uh, it's something that we ha- you yeah.
0: oh. know. Yeah, I just wanted to say that knowing yourself and being white-knuckled is not a stereo. Correct. It's not Correct. a stereo. You know yourself, and you know that you're not up to this, but you're going to do it anyway. Right? And, and that's something that we can get from them. They, they're unbelievable what they built, as, as fish is mentioning, to know what America looked like and what they did, what they accomplished. We would never have been, I, I, I don't think
1: we've been able to do. Yeah. Um, I want to say, I'm just going to say something, some not, to just, not to just do this through LA center now, my yeshiva, I don't believe my yeshiva would be around if Rabbi Senter didn't open up his yeshiva. Why? Because Rabbi Senter, I'm being serious, because Rabbi Senter started a concept in yeshiva that never, he had to white knuckle, whatever, I'm not getting into his thing, but I'm saying you, you had the mirror, you had all these other types of yeshivas, and you had the mirror. And then came Rabbi Center and created something that was that was new, that was different, that was that was,
0: is, is that okay if I say that? that no, man, cool. the, the I'm a white-knuckle person. I am. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, that's, that's so opinion. And so, and believe it or not, so I'm I'm a very big white-knuckle person as well. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but I get it.
3: If, <coughs> I, if I can just ask one follow-up question, because I'm asking to, and which the Revaim they don't need my ass gamma, but um, <laughs> but obviously the blend between the, for example, the, the power of like the just do it whatever kind of mentality i guess you can describe it is 100 tremendously important it's not always about feeling it you have to do it even when you're knocked down and and obviously like us in this generation appreciate the, the other side why that's important also but the natural gather in regards to let's say the most classic parent-child relationship is for you to say obviously i can learn from you i can go outside of myself and learn from you it's a tremendous media but how do you bridge that gap of especially Misham Chutzpah, and keep it up the aim, but even in regards to just, you can't force anyone else to change, because that's not, else you. you can control what you can control, but how do you bridge that gap of almost like saying, yeah, and you could learn from me also, it's a weird thing to approach them of me as a child, that I have what to show you, it's very normal for us as children to say, I can learn from, from my parents, or elders, or a different generation, but it's weird to tell elder people, hey, this generation has a lot to learn from, don't be stuck in your ways, how do you like bridge that gap? I heard that part of the question. I was hoping Rob Fisher answered that. Yeah, nice. yeah. I didn't forget about that part of the question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, which, which part? Because you're you're getting you're, This is my like. This is where I get all excited. What you're talking about? what's, yeah. what, what's the Nakuda? The Nakuda. The
3: Nakuda is that I think both the Ravim said that the the synthesis, the blend, you know, of both of them, that's Shlimas to I think quoting the Ravim. So, if we all want to achieve Shlemus as colleagues, right? I think that us as a generation, you know, we first need to focus on bettering ourselves and getting their part of the hat. If let's say we were given our part of the
1: hat. Who's there?
3: I, don't know. I mean, we're talking about this generational difference of the main me though that shines through of no, their I the, parents, I think. Maybe yeah, let's parents. say parents. Let, let's I do.
1: think. I, I'm sorry. I, I think you're. I think you're, you're. I would switch your whole paradigm. You're too much. Let's do it. And yeah, I think so. I think you're too much. Like the parents and the children. We're, everyone's in the same. We're all in the same boat. You have to respect older people, obviously more. You have to respect your, their, their books, wrote, written secular books. I mean, la you know I'm saying. Written about respecting children as well. I Meaning, it's not. Don't. I wouldn't look at it. I think you're. Sorry mm-hmm. that I'm like cutting your no, question. I was saying well, you're looking at too much them and me and us and this. Like a child needs respect. Obviously, yeah, there's 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 covered in, in halacha of Torah of they seva tachum. I'm saying a uh, uh, respect. It's a missionary It's a why are we mourning after after Yomtiv? The twenty four thousand, that's thousands of years ago it happened. To tell me they are Rabbi I know like, who covers that, is that so what, it's not having respect for your I, I think a little bit I would I would get out of the hole like them, me, older generation, younger generation, parents, children. Is that yeah. uh, Respect for every person. You respect your children. You respect your children; your children will respect you. Does mean you stand up for your children? You respect your parents. You respect the guy. Respect the goy. Thank you. Tomorrow, will say it's. It's. it's uh, I don't get to cut out your whole no, thing, but I think. Yeah, that. Yeah, I want to do one yeah.
0: small thing, and I think I, I I can tap into what what you're you're feeling. I actually asked my Rosh was... Newly married, um, I asked him, "How do I, um, how do I get, get respect from my wife? Like, is it like okay to like tell my wife you have to respect me or whatever?" Foolish <laughs> uh, question. Okay. He said, "You earn the respect." He said, "You earn it, show respect. Me. Don't, don't like uh, be, you know, don't look for it and don't ask for it. You earn the respect, and then you'll get the respect." Which is what Rui Fisher said. In other words, if you respect them, then they'll respect you because you deserve it. Now, there are times that could be parents don't understand, which I think is part of what I'm feeling from your question. Because the parents don't understand what I'm doing, and they don't respect what I'm doing. And, and, and it could be you're not going to be able to uh, gain that respect, necessarily. I don't think that there's, I don't think there's anything you should do to try to, like, force them, or push them, or demand from your parents, or send them to therapy, or tell them, you have to read this book, or anything. If, if your parents uh, can understand and respect it, great. And, and uh, everything else, you have to doubt and that uh, I'm going to respect my parents as much as they can, and hopefully my parents will understand who I am, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, as much as they, as much as they will, that's it. Uh, you can't do any more
1: than that. I, and and I, 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 and this might be hard to hear, but I, but I think it's the truth. Um, I think I think a lot of us um, focus on my parents are different. My parents are different. I'm, my, my my parents look at me uh, a certain way. They don't accept me. They don't accept me. They don't accept me. If you really get down to the depth of it, now again, it, it depends how, how far apart a person is from their parents, you don't accept them. Now again, I'm not talking to, to a 15- year- old teenager who's rebelling and struggling. I'm not going to tell him you have to that's, that's for other people to deal with. I don't, I don't deal with that. I deal with people who are 18 years old, they're, they're mature, and it's time to say, I'm focusing on the, the, you know I'm focusing on them accepting me, but I don't accept them. I don't accept my parents. I don't accept that maybe they're different. I don't, I, don't, I don't accept, you know, it's one of the things I always say. You know, when, you're fight, when you fight reality, you lose 100% of the time. When you fight reality, you lose 100% of the time. The example I give is you're, you're walking, especially in a where there are cats. You're, you're expecting a cat to bark. It's not going to bark. And if every time you walk by a cat, you're like, why didn't that cat bark? Why is that cat meowing? You're gonna lose every time. And I say the same thing with your parents. If you expect your mother to, to call you when you schmooze with her for this, she's gonna ask you, blah well, well, she's never done that for 30 years. She doesn't she doesn't know. It. You have trouble changing in your 18, 19, 20, 20, however, you are. But they're gonna change at 40, 50, 60 years old? So I think a lot of it is, you know, like you know, they Center saying, okay, you know, you gotta, you know, and I like I like what you're saying from the from the get-go. It's, it's, it's about accepting that people are different. And I think it's the hardest thing is that I want my father to accept me for who I am and to realize that I'm different. I want my mother, I want my brothers, whoever it might be. What about me turning that the other way? And do I really accept my father for who he is? Do I accept my mother for who she is? Do I accept my whoever it might be? Now, that's a harder task. That's a much harder task. It's much easier to, you know, to demand and want your parents to accept you. Know, I want to say one more thing, I think you should do It's okay. well, great, I'm enjoying yeah, this so I much. Next I really got to bring the, yeah. some you uh, know food, yeah, yeah. that'll yeah. keep it on. Uh. I <laughs> want to add one
0: thing, which is, as Robert Fish was saying, it's very important to accept your parents, but it's also very important to accept yourself. You know, I think a lot of people, and we're talking about 15-year-old kids, and again, it's not directed at you at all, but but I but I think that, uh, you know, I, I had this situation once where I was in I was in Cleveland. And I met and I met there with, uh, with a friend of mine, with the, the, the four kids that are at risk in Cleveland. It uh, <laughs> may have been five or something like that. Um, Cleveland's uh, you know, have you ever been to Cleveland? Yeah, out of town, you know? So kids that were sitting there, we're eating dinner with them and we're schmoozing. It's one of the members of the community. I, there is no reason why not, Mendy Klein, who's a who was a big tzaddik, Mendy, um, very big tzaddik. Uh, and we're sitting there. She was in with these kids, and I'm like, what's your problem? Like, what's your issue? And they said, you know, I come into shul, and everyone looks at me because I'm dressing different, because everyone's judging me. And he's like, we're in Cleveland. What does that mean? Everyone's judging you. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's different in Cleveland. Everyone's weird. Wore this, wore this weird cowboy hat, you know, brown, and like everyone dressed funny. Like, what? It, and I, it struck me that this is what the kids in New York are saying. That everyone's judging us. We come into shul, and everyone's like. And I realized that it's not everyone's looking at them, they're uncomfortable with themselves. And they walk into the show like, I feel so different over here, I feel so out of place. And then, so they turn it outward and they say, oh, so they're judging me. That's not really what's happening. I think if it's not happening in Cleveland, it's not happening in New York, it's not happening in Baltimore, it's sometimes people aren't comfortable with themselves. And,
1: and, and, and it's, that's only part of you know, being in a family and, and just being
0: comfortable, this is who I am and this is what I am. And, you know, I, I have to accept myself, I have to accept my parents, and, uh, and uh, it, it makes things m- just m- much more fluid. You know, that's what it is. We're all different, we've all uh, found different paths, and we're all
2: different places, and no one's the same. And, and uh, that's it. I'm just uh, comfortable with what I've, what I've done with myself.
0: And when a person feels good about themselves and accepts their parents, then the, the third thing that their parents you know, like kind of like accepting them. Yeah, it's uh that's just a small little connection while we at the
1: end. one of the little points of this question was that what if what if you see the parents interacting with, uh, with the, and the uh, other child with the other child and you wanna try to influence the situation to guide it to be Yeah uh, to have a better outcome.
0: Yeah, it's all yours. I'm not
3: doing that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, to be
1: honest, I, I love I love I love those I love that question. I think you I think you have to determine what's you and what's being a good brother and what's healing you and what's helping you and what's being a good brother. Meaning, how? Meaning, are you doing this for you? Or are you doing it for your brother? A lot of times, I have guys who talk to me, and their 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 problem is not their father with their with their son, with their brother. It's really reliving. What they went through, so you have to be honest with yourself, and that's a high, it's a mature level to say I'm not getting involved because I'm really being a good brother or I'm being a good son to my parents. I'm getting involved because because I have my own stuff that I got to work through. So I would I think that that's a tough... What what if you can say you're, you're I, I don't. I was saying that that I don't think it's possible. That's you know what? Then, then that's a much that's a, that's a much bigger problem because parents. I say this to my kids all the time, and I, I, I'm sure many parents do this. Baruch Hashem, right? I'm the parent. When a sibling is telling a younger sibling to do something, I say, "I, I got it. I got it. I got it. I can parent my my child. Baruch Hashem." I might say it sometimes a little rough, which I do sometimes. Like Baruch Hashem, I'm here. I can parent. You know, leave your brother, your sister alone, and that's the parent's job. That might be a more complex family situation, if the parents are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, then you're already getting into a whole nother discussion. I
0: would just maybe add one teeny little thing, because I really, <laughs> I, I really you did a great job on that. Thank you. With everything over here. Thank you.
2: If, assuming, and uh, I think it's a fair assumption, that a person can't be altruistic in this,
0: one thing that you could maybe do is get a third party involved. you no, want to go correct, to a rub and tell your rub, look, rub, this this was going on in the house, you know, maybe you could do something, but for, for a child himself to get involved, it's almost impossible for him to do it. It's not, right. it's,
1: it's not good, good for anyone. him, it's not good, it's for good for anyone. But he could go to maybe his rub and tell his rub. Exactly. Uh, okay, thank you all very all much. Right, um, all right. great great questions. Questions. Uh, thank you. I, I didn't know like you could get up all the time. Right. <laughs>